0: This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not going to free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen.
1: And where do people like that go to share the big line? Mega Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience.
0: Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be
2: saved. Warrior,
0: here's your host, Stephen K. Back.
3: You can be You can get things done and you can attract a huge, huge coalition. Because I think most people realize there's a lot that's gone wrong in our country, particularly over the last two years. Florida really is showing a way out of this morass and this mess, Uh, but you gotta be willing to do it and you gotta be successful in implementing it. And in times like these, there is no substitute for victory. We in Florida are the light, freedom will reign supreme, with Florida leading the way. I want to thank each and every one of you for your support. We've accomplished more over a four year period than anybody thought possible, but I can tell you this we've got a lot more to do, and I have only begun to fight. Thank you all. God bless you. Thanks so much.
0: There is no substitute for victory.
3: We've got a lot more to do, and I have only begun to fight. Thank you all. It's
0: Monday, 21 November, the year of our Lord, 2021. We want to give a hat tip to, um, actually give a hat tip to general MacArthur, uh, for no substitute for victory. His, uh, great line in his speech to Congress, uh, after, uh, Harry Truman had fired him, relieved him for, of command. And of course our own personal hero, John Paul Jones, I've only yet begun to fight. And, uh, the staff or Ron DeSantis for doing two direct lifts from the war room. We'll jam it up at eleven o'clock so you can see. But one, that was uh, that was Ron DeSantis at RJC, and of course you had Governor DeSantis there, and you had the Keebler Elves, which I'll talk more about uh, later. So we don't like to get into a lot of the horse race stuff, but some very important things are happening. I want to make sure everybody knows that it. uh, it's beginning of a Thanksgiving week. we got a lot of specials this week we're going to do. A lot of people we're going to bring in to talk about not just politics, but the direction of the country and where we're going. We've got uh, nothing but uh, intense, hot, breaking news all this morning. I want to bring in Steve Cortez, and I got Todd Bensman right on. Uh, in fact, I tell you what, Cortez, uh, I want to start. I'm going to change it up a little bit. I want to start with and show the War Room Posse how uh, – Victory begets victory and we're winning. I know sometimes it looks right. like, oh my God, it's all dark clouds and, and Ben is trying to make me feel better, but these are real right. wins. And yes. let, let me bring in Benzman first. Benzman, you've warned us, and we've got a huge breaking news. We teed it up over the weekend. Benzman's got a huge piece that's out and the Washington Times has picked it up. He's got it on CIS. And and here's the thing is that we've got um the this shows you Uh, the malfeasance of the biden regime and this is going to all lead to the investigation that one day will lead to his impeachment right we're not going to jump into political impeachment not going to do it going to do investigations but todd you have warned us and i want to pull the camera back for a second for the audience about this um, what we call the orgy of malfeasance that will happen in the lame duck right this lame duck is going to be uh it could be historic in bad things that are happening. And the only way you stop it is you literally have to put your shoulder to the wheel and make sure we put pressure on the right people so it doesn't happen. We already know. Nancy Pelosi told us that her number one priority was um, on Stephanopoulos a week ago was the debt ceiling. That's the one thing they want is the debt ceiling. The second thing they want is a massive amnesty deal. For um, for illegal aliens. Right. They want a massive amnesty deal. Chuck Schumer said the other day, hey, we got to do it. You know, we're not you're, you're not reproducing. I mean, he went full replacement theory. Right. You're not reproducing. So you got to do it. Todd, up until this morning's political piece, which I'm gonna have Cortez talk about in a second. How big a deal? You would tell me, "Hey, brother, we got a big problem here because they're they're working around the clock to get a massive amnesty deal in this lame duck." Walk us through the efforts they were trying to make, sir, and how big an implication this would have for American culture and society.
2: Well, for, for sure, they're messaging and projecting out loud comments like what like Schumer saying, "We need people. We need uh, people to do jobs. We're not we're not breeding enough." Uh, these are this is messaging about an amnesty deal that they're pushing for in the lame duck session. Uh, He's talking about 11 million. Others are talking about the 700,000 DACA. The problem with amnesties we should not lose sight of is that amnesties spawn Me Too movement on the ground, not the kind that, you know, uh, sexual harassment. But if you give 11 million people or even 700,000 DACA, uh, people amnesty, then the next thing you're going to be expected to do is grant amnesty to the next million and the ne- next million and the next million. Everybody's saying me too, me too, me too. And it, it entices people to rush the border. Uh, you have a rush on the border now, a gold rush, but then you're going to look at a stampede if they try to do this. Uh, the, you're going to talk about the Politico article in a minute, but I would point out that in that story, they're reporting that Republicans in the Senate are secretly in favor of this thing, that they're messaging that they're in favor of this thing. And I think that all of that stuff has to be uh, brought to public attention so that it can be uh, put down or opposed.
0: Hang on a second. Let's get. Let's go to, and uh, if we pull up the Politico piece, I want to bring in Steve Cortez. Steve Cortez, Politico reports out this morning that going to be very tough for them to pull off the amnesty deal. And by the way, the amnesty deal they were looking for was the 11 million. That's the one they wanted. Fallback was the DACA. And why, sir, is Politico saying right now they're going to have a tough time pulling off this this massive uh, reorganization of American culture and society, sir? Steve,
1: the simple answer, and this is the best news we've seen in some time, the simple answer is political pressure from the deplorables, particularly upon those GOP senators. This is a very big deal, Steve. A lot of us were very concerned that this was going to happen in the lame duck session. And not just the DACA individuals, but also the tens of millions. It's not 11 million, but the tens of millions of illegal migrants who have broken, entered into the United States and reside in this country. Chuck Schumer, I'm glad you brought that point up. By the way, Chuck Schumer completely validated and in fact promoted the replacement theory that the left has said for years, oh no, that's from from some from some fever swamp on the right, a bunch of conspiracists believe in that. Well, Chuck Schumer went into a microphone and looked at a camera and said, yes, we are absolutely going to replace you with illegal migrants. It's not going to happen, thank goodness. Even Politico, the left-leaning political, admits that this morning. And there's one quote in that article, which I think is particularly reassuring for us, and it comes from Senator Josh Hawley. He said, and this is a quote, there would be an unimaginable backlash an unimaginable backlash if GOP senators cave in this lame duck session. That is because of the pressure of the American people. That is because we won the house. Now listen, we didn't win as much as we wanted to win, but we won. And Steve, we have to get over the wailing and the gnashing of teeth. I I hear and see a lot of that on the right wing right now. And a lot of that among the deplorables, get over that. We won the house. Yeah. We have tremendous leverage there yeah. and we're already seeing the consequences of that leverage even in this lame duck session, because believe me, if he, we hadn't won the house, they would be doing full scale amnesty in the lame duck. It's now not going to happen.
0: Not going to happen. And also putting the fear of God in the 10 senators they would need, right? Also not doing the debt signal, we're getting more of that. Uh, Cortez got tons of economic news and capital markets and getting that. But Todd Bensman, let me go back to you with that as a framework. Of all the stuff you've ever brought to us, I think this is the most shocking because it's so brazen. And ladies and gentlemen, just remember the day you heard this story from Todd Benzman, because this is going to be part of the process of the investigation into the invasion of the southern border that I believe will lead to impeachment charges against Mayorkas, Garland, and of course, uh, Joe Biden. Todd Bensman, tell me what the U.S. government,
2: the government that this, this audience pays for, is doing, sir? So the Biden administration has secretively been bringing, pre-approving thousands and thousands of immigrants who were going to cross the border illegally, pre-approving them for entry we while just- they're in Mexico, and then escorting them across ports of entry or flying them by plane into American airports from Mexico by the thousands from the Pacific Ocean, Tijuana, all the way to... The Gulf of Mexico, uh, this is a call being, they're being brought in on something called humanitarian parole, which they've been using on the illegal entrance, but now they're using it for this, which is regarded among experts and, and, uh, immigration lawyers as illegal. They can't use parole authority like they're using it even for the, the ones coming in between the ports of entry. The difference here is that they're increasingly expanding and moving the illegal entrance into the legal channel so that you can't see it and that they won't be counted in the, in the statistics every month that we get. Last year, we had 75,000 logged coming through the ports of entry. In t- fiscal 2022, it was 175,000. Where'd that extra 100,000 come from? My best guess, uh, uh, informed guess on that, is that it's from this program. It's widespread. They're bringing them in all along the border through the ports of entry, and Fox News drones can't capture that action.
0: Okay, Hunter, go, go back and walk us through one more time. Walk us through the mechanics of how this does, what they're doing, and why this is a violation of the law. They're, they're subverting the rule of law to do this, sir.
2: So what they're asking is, and I know this because I was granted unfettered access inside one of the Mexican operations the week before last, and I watched this work, and I interviewed three different shelter managers in Tijuana and in Mexicali. The way it works is uh, an immigrant who was going to cross the border applies for this program. Everybody knows about it now. It's spreading like wildfire all over the world. People are coming in. Uh, They have to hit a couple of criteria. They have to kind of attest that they had trauma. There's a story of woe. NGOs, American lawyers, American uh, law school students are all over the shelter system helping them gather their paperwork. Uh, They put the paperwork together. They send it to CBP through an online portal called CBP1. I watched them. The Mexicans pull this thing up and enter data into it. uh, All the Mexicans and El Salvadorans around me. Uh, Once that's all in order, uh, the Mexicans, the immigration service drives them over and hand delivers them to the American authorities. And then they put them on buses and scatter them all around the country. You will never see this. The authority that they're using Comes out of the INA, the Immigration and Naturalization Act. It's there for like a wounded cop who's been shot five yes. times, crawling up the, the riverbank or something. It yes. is not intended to be used for thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. That is, if somebody's going to do co- impeachment or hearings, that is uh, issue number one right there, parole authority. Go ahead, sorry. Co-
0: co- co- hang over a second, Cortez. <clears throat> The insidious nature of this government to do Thank this you. is exemplified by Todd Benson's great reporting here, sir, correct?
1: 100%. Look, the Biden regime simply does not believe in the sovereignty of the United States. And that's a incredibly dangerous notion at any time. But particularly now, Stephen, I know we're going to get into the details of the economics later, but let me just briefly say, we right now have 19 months straight of consecutive declining real wages for the American citizens working hard in this country. That's the longest streak ever, worst streak in American history. What an awful time to bring in millions of illegal migrants to compete in the labor force unlawfully and unjustly against American citizens. So it's an awful idea at any time, but particularly at a time of tremendous economic strain as right now, which is why I totally agree with you. We have to impeach Mayorkas methodically and work our way to Biden for this dereliction of duty.
0: It's not political. These are not gonna be political impeachments. We promise you would will not be political. Kevin McCarthy is 100% correct. We gotta get beyond that. These are impeachments for high crimes and misdemeanors against this nation. Okay, three biggest stories in the world, tens of millions of people on the street in Brazil fighting for democracy, reparations in, uh, Reparations in Egypt, American taxpayers, trillions of dollar transfer of wealth, collapse of Zelensky's position in the Ukraine, and much, much more. All next in The War Room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, 98, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. There is no substitute for victory. And, yes, we have only just begun to fight. There's victories everywhere. And two big ones right now are, look— don't get me wrong they're they're coming at you every day and they're coming at you big with they're using the big muscles to come at you so um that's what we got to fight got to pick our shots remember two of the three biggest things that we're gonna do here was the mass illegal uh and illegal alien amnesty and the debt ceiling you do do those two things gonna have a tough time putting this country back together Cortez is going to give me some commentary. We've got massive stories all over the world we're going to get into uh, that affect you directly, not just your beloved country. Uh, Benzman, this is the type of investigative reporting that makes you so um, unique. It's just incredible. A detailed story, a long time to put together, a lot of sources. And I believe this is going to get real traction from some of the more mainstream conservative sources Uh, going forward. Great story in the Washington Times already. So it's in the Washington Times, as good as it gets. Where do people go to get this? Where do people, I know you've got like a 10 minute video on this. Where do people go get access? Because this folks write it down on the 21st of November in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is the type of thing you're going to hear, you're going to see in hearings next summer and fall, or even earlier, maybe in the spring that will lead to the impeachment of, uh, of not just Mallorcas, but I think Garland and uh, and Biden also. So where do people go, sir?
2: The reporting is up at the Center for Immigration Studies, CIS.org. That's the main place you can find it, the video and the uh, long-form piece that I wrote.
0: Todd, where where, where did we get your – your book's coming out, what, for the 24 – 20, it's coming out – your publishers decided to put it out for the 24 campaign. Is that what – oops, kidding <laughs> – <laughs> Where no, can people get the book? Where can people get the book?
2: The book Overrun will be out in time in bookstores nationally in time uh, just right after the new Congress is seated, so it'll be there for everybody to use as a reference guide and to understand yeah. what happened. Uh, and also, okay. um, yeah, and you can follow. And it's available for pre-order. If you want to support the book now, uh, you can follow me at Bensman at getter. And I just opened an account on Truth Social. I have zero followers if anybody wants to go there. So I just – yesterday. We can't
0: can't let Todd Bensman have zero followers. Got to go over to Truth and and, and load it up. Since President Trump has told told Elon Musk – after Elon Musk put out a – not just a sacrilegious, but I think a um, – how do I say this? Maybe I better hold my tongue right now, but a despicable um, meme uh, about uh, Christianity. Let me say, let me leave it at that for right now. Um, thank you, Todd. Appreciate it. We'll make sure we push this out. Thank you. Okay, so your government over the weekend agreed to the framework. They pushed it, where, where they're gaming the system, and they know they're gaming the system using human humanitarian parole to get more illegal aliens into the country as quickly as possible before it shut down. And by the way. A watchword for the Republican Party, everybody that came in here in the last two years has got to go back to their place of origin and then start over again legally the way the system is supposed to work, not the way it's been gained by this illegitimate regime. Hey, and I don't care if the new special prosecutor or anybody likes; It's an illegitimate regime, illegitimate regime. And we're going to get a chance to adjudicate that, I think, in the new Congress when we get the real J6 committee going. They've already told and, and McCarthy's already committed to MTG. That uh, Nancy Pelosi is going to be deeply investigated, and everything the Democrats knew in the run-up to that is going to be deeply investigated. Uh, the murder of Ashley Babbitt, all that's going to be deeply investigated, okay? And I'm arguing for Let's go ahead and adjudicate 3 November. And I don't want to hear these rhinos and these – oh, you can't go back. You can't look them back in time. Politics is always the past, the present, and the future combined into one. If you can't do that, if you can only do happy – because when they talk about the future, it's all happy talk. They're just happy talking to you. This is why we lost the country under these clowns, the Keebler Elves. Go to RJC and pull the Don't Look at Don't Take it from Steve Bannon. Go look at the at the tapes of the Keebler Elves. Larry Hogan and Chris Christie and uh, you know Mike Pompeo and Nikki Haley some are fine people, right? They're okay. It's all Keebler Elves. It's a contest to be the world's tallest midget, okay? That's what it is. It's all the same crap. It's all the same. And, and by the way, they're there at a neocon conference, and they're all rubbing up and loving up on Zelensky in Ukraine. It's the same crap that got the country in bankruptcy. The same craps had dead befo- sons and daughters of the deplorables dead on foreign battlefields for absolutely nothing, for nothing. That's the tragedy. It's not that they gave their lives for their country. That's tremendous patriotism. This is this is we can never we can never um, honor enough that sacrifice. But then you look at the the callous uh, individuals who did it like the war criminal Cheney family. And has that really changed from any of these any of the Keebler elves really any difference? Their difference in degree, not in kind from the Bush Cheney junta. Right. They're just not Steve Cordes. We got the reparations. We have default the cr- crater of Ukraine. Here's why Ukraine's cratering. Because they know the Republicans are not going to authorize the cash, and Europe's not stepping up. Europe's running in the other, the other direction. They're going to have a cold, hard winter in Germany and other places. Steve Cortez, give me your assessment before I go to your chalk talk.
1: Well, by the way, regarding Ukraine, uh, two of those candidates that you have mentioned are potential candidates, Pompeo and Nikki Haley. Both of them, of course, globalist warmongers in the case of Pompeo contemporaneously right now advocating for an escalation in Ukraine. In the case of Nikki Haley, somebody who literally served on the board of Boeing. The the, the very epicenter of globalist interventionism. So, uh, we are not returning to that style of international politics. We believe in the America first approach of realism and restraint. And this incoming GOP house, I believe, is going to hold the line. And if they don't, the deplorables are going to pressure them into holding the line. Because, by the way, we do have a border crisis, not the eastern border of Ukraine, but the southern border of the United States. And to this point of amnesty, Steve. I think it is so crucial, again, and I want people to be encouraged out there at this apparent victory. We haven't confirmed it yet, but it's apparent victory that this legislation is dead in the lame duck session because we know historically that amnesty only invites and instigates further illegality, and I would point people to Ronald Reagan, who I think is a towering figure of American history, one of the greatest statesmen in all of U.S. history, who won the Cold War. To me, the gravest mistake of the Reagan era was the 1986 amnesty. I think he did it with the best of intentions, but it was a disaster and it unleashed a torrent of illegal migration that has continued all the way to the present day amnesties do not work. It is not in the interest of American citizens. And thankfully, it looks like we have stopped it for these coming weeks, and now we need to go further than that. It's not enough to just stop this amnesty, we need to go further. I would also point out, Steve, that the American left, realize what's happening here, the American left is preying upon the best instincts of the American people. And what I mean by that is, historically, we have been a country that does indeed welcome legitimate asylum seekers, people who are running from despots for their lives, okay? A Christian underground pastor in communist China, a Jew in Iran, a Soviet dissident, okay? These are people who legitimately needed and deserved asylum. These millions who are pouring into our country, are economic migrants. They are not fleeing tyranny. They are economic migrants, and they are abusing the goodwill of the American people with the express consent and help of the Biden regime and a lot of leftist NGOs, many of which are funded by George Soros. So please realize the motives here. It's really critical.
0: But I understand that your power, both in the debt ceiling and on this amnesty, <clears throat> is coming to fruition. That's what I said. Hey, right after the election, bang, you got to get you, no, no days off. Can we play uh, the the, uh, chalk talk from uh, Steve Cortez and start the capital markets piece of role?
1: Patriots, in recent weeks, consumer-facing companies like Target have issued some pretty dour warnings about the weakness of the U.S. consumer into the crucial Christmas shopping season. And for many of those companies, their share prices have been smashed. All of it points to a Biden blue Christmas. Let's look at the numbers in a chalk talk powered by Getter. Latest survey from Goldman Sachs shows that almost half of consumers surveyed said they are going to spend less this holiday season. 23% say they're going to try to spend the same amount, which means that over two-thirds of Americans are either in financial retreat or at best in a holding pattern. Why? Well, largely because of Biden's runaway inflation, particularly for the necessities of life, the have-to items of gasoline, groceries, and utilities as a basket up a staggering 16% year over year. Now, here's the good news. The incoming House GOP can start to fix this mess, fight this inflationary
0: madness. Let's make sure that they do it. Steve Cortez, uh, Biden and them are talking about, they changed a little bit, but they're talking about, hey, it's still great, high employment, low concern. Uh, by the way, I of to guys pulled my getter where I had that uh, savings rate. I will get to that in a second. Uh, what's the reality uh, for uh, yeah. American working men and women? By the way, that the Biden administration, he ought to get impeached on this, just committed trillions of dollars of repara- reparations for climate change to third world dictators, including China, including the CCP, Steve Cortez. Right. Well, do
1: you want me to address the reparations part first or the state of the economy? Where do you want to go first, Steve?
0: Do, do, do state of the economy, then we'll lead into reparations. Okay. I, want people okay. to, I want people to feel the pain, and then we'll tell them sure. about reparations. Uh,
1: understood. So listen, uh, on the economy, the new, and there's an Axios article this morning out about this, You know, the new sort of watchword is or phrase is soft landing or stable, steady growth. These are the, the catchphrases being used now by the White House and its friends in the corporate media. It's sort of the new transitory, right? Oh, it's not a it's not a hard landing. It's a soft landing. Here is the economic reality, okay? And don't take my word for it. I want to show you data and charts and evidence. So if we can please go to chart number one, I think this is important. This is the yield curve. This is the US Treasury two year versus 10 year yield curve. That chart goes all the way back to 1976. I wanted to give you a lot of history there. Right now, the yield curve has inverted. And we've talked before about what that means. It's essentially a massive vote of no confidence. From the bond market because two-year yields are spiking higher because of inflation, 10-year yields staying steady or going down because of economic pessimism and a recession. Right now, the two's 10s yield curve is at the lowest level, minus 70 basis points, the lowest level since the 1970s. What I really want to highlight here to folks who maybe don't watch bond markets very much or don't quite get the yield curve, which I understand. If we look at that chart, though, again, this is a sign of no confidence, a sign of enormous stress in the They're economy.
0: Not H- hang on one second. I want to talk about how the bond market is not saluting on the business plan of the Biden regime, just like the American people are not. OK, short commercial break. Steve Cortez, we're going to walk through economics in detail. Also, we're going to have Caroline Wren, the attorney general in the great state of Arizona, thinks this thing can't be certified. the election can't be certified either. Next in the war room. Friends, if the current diesel fuel crisis gets any worse, truckers might not be able to deliver enough food to grocery stores in the coming months. Are you ready for that? It's a real threat. But here's a very real solution right now. You can stock up on emergency food and save a ton of money with this offer from My Patriot Supply. They're knocking off $250 on each three-month emergency food kit. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com right now to get this great deal. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help families more. This is the lowest price since 2019. So get it while you can. Remember, supply chain breakdowns are still impacting everyday life. You must be able to depend upon yourself for survival. So get this food today. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Preparewithbannon.com. And you'll save 250 bucks on each three month emergency food kit you get your order ships fast and it ships free don't wait for empty stores don't wait for empty shelves go to prepare right now prepare use your agency action 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 to carry lake uh, this letter was a blistering letter and that's just one of dozens of these letters are coming in with tens of thousands of now complaints and this clown puts out something that's so obviously stupid because Democrats don't vote on Election Day. They vote before, hey, guess what, when there were no problems. Isn't that interesting? There are no problems on any of this until the, the massive outpouring of support of Kerry Lake and Abe Hamiday and Blake Masters and Fincham and the entire ticket, because our voters vote the traditional way, Caroline Wren.
4: Oh, yeah, that video was ridiculous. I mean, please, like... W- Carrie Lake supporters voted three to one in support of Kerry Lake on election day. And he's talking about the different areas. I mean, it's, he's, he's so tone deaf. It makes me want to set myself on fire every time I have to watch him put out some ridiculous video. But the the real bombshell, though, was this, it was this early attorney general letter on Saturday night. I mean, it opened up an inquiry into Maricopa County's handling of the midterm elections. And they are demanding a full report of the now very well publicized irregularities and wording that there is evidence of statutory violations. These are all things that we've been inquiring about. We know that they're true. And it really is a major escalation into this dispute of how our voters were treated on election day in the largest county in the, straight, which is Mar- in the state, which is Maricopa County. And we saw you know, tons and tons of ballot tabulators having issues because of printing problems. But what was fascinating about the letter to me was that one, it was sent by the assistant attorney general, Jennifer Wright, and it was sent to Tom Liddy. If you remember Tom Liddy, he's the one that we showed y'all and put uh, the someone had leaked out a video of his just disgusting handling and vulgar language of the way he treated Carrie Lake, you know, volunteers and attorneys in our war room. The letter went to him and it's demanding a full report on how this stuff was handled. And it's also saying that they have to get this in before the final canvas on November 28th. And so it's it's very it's a very big development.
0: By the way, Tom Liddy's not to bury the Tom Liddy's testimony on that when you guys went to court. Forget to expand for three hours because of the screw up. Liddy's testimony itself is going to be ex- explosive when put contextualized later. Let me just cut right. to the chase. The attorney general says that you have now dozens of other people coming out, and all the other counties were disenfranchised. This thing cannot be dis- not be certified. Impossible. Because the chain of command is Maricopa County, then Katie Hobbs. Wow, would she certify her own stolen election? Hmm. Inquiring minds want to know. Then you got Burnovich, then you got Ducey. And right. Bernovich and Ducey understand that they both want political careers, so they got to be sh- they got to be straight on this. They can't right. just rubber stamp K- Katie Hobbs. Your thoughts on that, Caroline Wren?
4: Well, I think that's why I think this letter is a big deal. I mean, they're demanding these things; they're demanding them quickly. I don't think Maricopa is going to have the answers. I mean, they even the, like in the letter it says that these complaints go beyond pure speculation, but include firsthand witness accounts that raise concerns regarding Maricopa's lawful compliance with Arizona election law. And it also says, furthermore, that statements made by both Chairman Gates and Recorder Richer, along with information Maricopa County released through official modes of communication, appear to confirm potential statutory violations of Title 16. So if this is coming out from the Attorney General's office to Maricopa County and the Attorney General's one who is in charge of certifying this, I think it's really going to raise some, some big questions. There was another quote that really stood out to me in this was um, it's about, I know, eight paragraphs down, but it said, alternatively, if the network administrator was able to make universal changes, please detail and how the printer configuration settings were corrected. I would like to know who the network administrator was of all of Maricopa County, where 62 percent of Arizonans live. That seems to be a very significant thing that is just laying out there to where these tabulators were allegedly not connected to any Internet. So who was it that there was a network administrator? who where they claim that they tested all these machines on Monday and they worked fine. And all of a sudden, 48% of them did not work on election day.
0: Look, I just want to make sure people know that there is so much incredible work going on behind the scenes on many different levels and, and to, to make sure, just don't think that, Hey, because Kerry Lake's not coming up firing off the football every day, that things are passive, nothing to be further from the truth. But I just want to give people a heads up over this holiday. Cause remember we have the no days off policy here at the war room over this holiday period. A lot of stuff is going to start exploding on this topic. Am I correct in that assumption, Caroline Wren?
4: Oh, definitely, especially with this looming November twenty eighth deadline for the canvas.
0: So the canvas, the canvas, by the way, is the term of actual certification, right? So that that's the that the ca- canvas is a term of art they use for what we refer to as a certification. Correct.
4: That's correct. So Maricopa County, they have to certify by November twenty eighth and then send it up through the. Secretary of State, our opponent, the Attorney General, and the Governor, and so that's why this this letter is very interesting because it's demanding all this information before November 28th. What you know could be happening here is that they're laying the grounds to not certify this, and we're, we're going to find out. This is out. my I, point. I, I, um, the,
0: the level of detail and all the detail that's coming from we'll, we'll, I'm putting up on Getter all the time. It's coming. Kind of the level of detail, how they're going to certify this by over Thanksgiving, by by next what Monday or Tuesday, is uh, is is going to be interesting. Right. To say the least. Also, I want to I want to draw a uh, an, an analogy here where you got this guy, SBF, right on the FTX scan, the Ukrainian money laundering to the Democratic Party scam of, the, of this crypto company. And people are saying, hey, it, w- he's putting out all these interviews and tweeting stuff and texting stuff. And he's damning himself for criminal charges. Um, Bill Gates has to understand every time he comes up with another B.S. spin lie. right? Right. On these videos, he's not helping his case. Don't think we're not deconstructing every sentence you say. So I know you're hiding in a bunker somewhere. Hey, whatever, you know, if you got to hide in a bunker because you think there's some issues out there, fine, hide in a bunker. But every time you come out of the bunker with another redonkulous video, don't then say we're sitting there going, man, that's amazing. I didn't really understand that until Bill Gates made it all, uh, made it all, you know, so I could, I could, so the simpletons could understand it. Caroline Wren.
4: The amount of misinformation coming out of their office is really just ridiculous. And they're the ones who accuse us of misinformation. I mean, every single statement that Bill Gates gives conflicts with uh, Stephen Richer gives conflicts with is in their manual. is a conflicting account to what they told poll watchers that day. And so someone has to get to the bottom of this. And the attorney general really is the right person to look at this. That's why we, we weren't really expecting that. Yeah. that letter we saw it when it came out with everyone and thought. Wow, that, but, it does need to be an independent
0: inquiry. But, but but this came because citizens were going to not just these different sites. They were also going to the attorney general. The attorney general responding to the people. The people are bringing the evidence. I'm going to rest my case here. Caroline's got to bounce. I'm going to rest my case, Caroline, to say the best coverage of this, because you're not going to get the local, the hack Arizona media, is the, wait for it, the Jeff Bezos Amazon Washington Post the Washington Post is actually putting up stories. They're saying, "Hey, there's some big issues here that got to be addressed." They're actually right. probing. In am I correct in that, Caroline? That actually, the Washington Post they right are. now, New York, New York Times is running cover for Maricopa County. Right. But the but uh, the team over the Washington Post who have no love for Kerry Lake, right, and right. no love for no. Trump, are actually no. doing an even handed job.
4: Oh, they are. It's been really surprising. They put out three or four very good stories. They were the ones who kind of broke the, the story on election day about these the software being made in Japan and how it had probably been recalled or they weren't able to get. So they've been putting out several good stories. They clearly have some good investigative journalists on this, but that's a smart thing to do because what people don't realize is that if they do not actually look into this, if the press doesn't do their job, if the attorney general's office doesn't look into this, then we are facing an existential crisis among Republican voters who are never going to trust our election systems again. As Especially if they don't actually look and, and say, this is what happened and this is why. And we need to have answers to this. So I appreciate when any journalists look into it. And the Washington Post has had great coverage of this so far.
0: You know, to conservative media and the RNC and the state GOP and everything, just a, you know, a no- note to self. When the attorney general's office in, in, in Arizona and the Washington Post are the tip of the spear in this thing, I think you got to ask some questions. Where are you guys? Right? Where are you? This is Hi. this is an existential threat to the country because this Hi. thing is a disaster on a global stage. In fact, later in the afternoon, I'll play that video of all the media that came to see Kerry Lakes, uh on on, yeah. on on election night, and they realized it's a sham. Um, by the way, people in Brazil are showing you what democracy is. There's tens of millions of people on the street. This is beyond the Bolsonaros. They are sitting there going, "We're not going to let an election be stolen." It's interesting that we look at Western Europe and the United States, in India and Brazil have to teach us what democracy really is. When India and Brazil are the leaders and, 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 and people and working and working, the working poor showing you what it is to make democracy work with Western Europe and the United States. And this thing in Arizona is a humiliation, not simply to the Arizona and it is, but to the entire United States. Caroline, how do people follow you on social media?
4: Sure, It's at Caroline Wren and it's on getter truth social and Twitter.
0: There's going to be a lot of stuff breaking every day here over the holiday period, including I think on Thanksgiving. So everybody's got to stay tuned, stay on the trigger in uh, of all the breaking information in Arizona. Caroline, thank you very much, appreciate it. Cortez, uh, your uh, your analysis and thinking on uh, on this Arizona situation.
1: Yeah, listen, I think a couple things important. As Caroline pointed out there, Maricopa County isn't just any county, it is the county. It comprises the supermajority of the population of Arizona. Also important to note for folks who may not follow Arizona politics closely that the Attorney General Brinovich, this is far from a MAGA fire breather. Okay. He is not one of us philosophically, and yet, thankfully, he's taken his duty very seriously here. He might be an establishmentarian when it comes to ideology, but he's taken his duty seriously as attorney general. And if you read that letter, it is a dispassionate legal document trying to find the facts and the truth to protect the integrity of elections in Arizona. So I give him kudos for putting it out. He was somebody that I argued against vociferously during the primary. I was glad he lost the primary. But thankfully, he's a patriot who's taking his job seriously right now, trying to protect the citizens of Arizona, and in fact, all of America. If and when Carrie Lake is certified as governor of that state, she, election reform has to happen in Arizona, including getting all of those machines out of there, return to paper ballots.
0: By the way, Carrie Lake has said, and this is why the mainstream media didn't want to cover it. Her first responsibility first act she's going to do is not about elections. she is going to make sure the election thing's cleaned up and get rid of all the maricopa county folks and make sure it's done fair and transparent her first thing was to declare an invasion on the southern border to jam up the biden administration because she says hey and this is even before the new information how they're gaming the system okay steve i tell you what we're going to do in the next segment we get to all the economics i want to go back and play the the uh um, uh your first chart i want to make sure people get the entire picture of this i want to say madeline peltz our head of a head of marketing over at um, Media Matters, I want to thank Madeline for being uh, watching the show so closely. Madeline, we're not pivoting away from Trump. If you go to my Getter, she's saying, "Hey, he's putting up anti-Trump stuff on his Getter feed." If you go to my Getter feed, I'm always putting up the Guardian and CNN constantly. In fact, what we train the audience is that's not to l- listen to Fox and the this, this conservative media. Look at what everybody else is saying. This is the. This is the. F- fundamental thesis of the show to give you access to information yes we're putting up a lot of stuff up there that's negative on president trump so the audience can understand that the war room is the uh is the pivot of the trump movement ma'am make sure you know take your number two pencil out and write that down okay Madeline pelts our head of marketing lover it's very engaged okay short commercial break Steve Cortez, are going to back into the economy. We're, we are lit all the way from here to 12 noon, high noon, Eastern Standard Time, jammed up with all the signal, none of the noise. Next, in the war room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. It's sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, There's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. And with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code BANNON, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter I itargetpro.com. That's I itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N.
2: Getter has arrived.
1: The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. It. Download now.
0: Okay, mypillow.com promo code war. We got the uh, was it the inventory clearance sale? Up to ninety percent off. Go check it out pre-holiday. Of course, Black Friday is going to start this Friday. Going to be massive new sales there. But ninety percent off. Got to clean some inventory out. Up to 90% off, but across the board, deep discounts, whether they're towels, pillows, sheets, go check it out. Mypillow.com, promo code war room. Make sure you get the pro get the square right there. Go shop to your heart's content. That's mypillow.com, promo code war room, Up to ninety percent off on an inventory clearance sale. So go check it out. Steve Cortez, let's go back to the beginning. You start with your first chart. I want you to you've got the floor, sir. Walk us through your assessment of the economy.
1: You bet. So the Biden regime wants us to believe that we're having a quote, soft landing or quote, stable, steady growth. Well, the bond market thinks otherwise with a massive vote of no confidence. So if we pull up chart number one, please. This is the twos, tens yield curve. Now, in normal times, as you can see on that chart, the horizontal line across the middle, when, when the chart is above that, that is a normal term structure, meaning 10 year yields are supposed to be higher than two year yields. That's a normal yield curve. The curve is now inverted, meaning two-year yields are higher. Why? Because inflation is absolutely soaring. So when when that chart is below the line, things are wrong. Things are stressful. The bond market is saying, we don't believe in this economy. We think there's systemic risk. And let me be specific. That chart goes all the way back to 1976. So I want to provide a lot of history and context here. Right now, the curve is as inverted as it has been since the 1970s. Let me show you what the bond market is signaling right now, that things are worse than points A, B, and C. What are they? A is the 1987 stock market crash. Okay, the bond market saying things are worse now. B is the dot-com bubble slash 9-11. That is point B on that chart. The bond market saying things are worse now. And then C, more recently, the 2008-2009 housing crisis, the great financial crisis. The bond market, once again, saying things are actually worse now than all three of those historic economic calamities. Now, I I put this in front of you, Steve, number one, in front of the audience, number one, to make sure that people are educated about the reality, that they're not spun by the narrative of Biden or the corporate media. But number two, uh, not just to depress them about the gloomy outlook, and it is indeed incredibly gloomy, but to motivate everyone to know that we have an incoming GOP house majority. And with that, we have a lever to start fighting this madness, to start fixing the economic mess that has been created by Joe Biden and his cronies and to start fighting this absolutely pernicious inflation. And let me, let me, if we can, let's go to chart two here as well, because I wanna show you also, this is a New York Fed Manufacturing Index. This is the Empire Manufacturing Index. Uh, it is put out for decades. And that, that chart goes back to the year 2000. This is new orders for manufacturing from the New York Fed as you can see the very far right of that chart an absolute plunge since Joe Biden took over it is now at its lowest point ever and here's what's so important about that that's not just where we are now that's looking forward that is new orders okay so everyone needs to realize the severity and the intensity of the economic crisis that we are in right now again not the opinion of Steve Cortez what the data what the numbers are actually showing us. now. It is imperative for the House GOP incoming majority to realize this, to recognize this, and I believe needs to engage immediately in, if necessary, brinksmanship on two two issues. Number one is securing the border. Number two is unleashing American energy because the quickest way to reestablish American prosperity, to start fighting this pernicious inflation, the quickest, easiest method is once again, unleashing American energy. Under President Trump, we had full spectrum energy dominance, we had dependable, affordable domestic energy, we can have it again, and we can have it relatively quickly. But the house has to have the smarts and the guts to be willing to take Joe Biden to the mat to say, if you don't do this, we will not fund one of your measures not dollar one for any of your initiatives, unless you once again, unleash American energy, because the American people are suffering terribly economically, and the capital markets tell us things are going to get worse.
0: In the middle of all this, you've got two things. The shoveling Biden's putting a third once pushed thirty-seven billion dollars of Ukraine money in this uh in the lame duck, which is the third part of the stool that we gotta knock out, which leads to more because Ukraine's saying we have no money to pay for anything, our our energy's gone, everything's gone, uh, and we need more money, right? We're not gonna negotiate, but we need more cash, but also reparations. Give me people have to understand probably the biggest story of the weekend was reparations yeah. this is the cop- this is the the other aspect of uh, of uh, the G- 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 G20 they have their climate meeting every year glasgow last year it was in egypt this year at the resort and john Kerry and a couple of guys at the party of davis eu pushed this This is a framework. They actually not just engage in a dialogue, which should never happen. They actually agreed to a framework, a framework of reparations. This is what Donald Trump pulled out of the Paris Accord in the opening days of the Trump administration. Steve Cortez.
1: Steve, the Biden regime uh, and their Davos cronies are right now planning for one of the, if not the, biggest transfer of wealth in all of human history. From you, the American citizens, Uh, to these third world nations. And by the way, it won't go to the poor of those nations. It will go to the despots and the oligarchs of those nations. To put this in context, by the way, I'm glad you mentioned the Paris Climate Accords because the head negotiator for that terrible agreement that Trump thankfully got us out of, his name is Todd Stern. He was Obama's chief negotiator for the Paris Climate Accord. Here's what he said about this issue of reparation. Quote, I was asked, do you believe in reparations to developing countries? I said, no, absolutely not. Okay, that is Obama's chief climate negotiators said, no, absolutely not. This was unthinkable during even the Biden administration, Steve, okay? During the most quote progressive administration in all of US history, or at least maybe since FDR, they said, are you kidding? Absolutely not, we're not even going to discuss it. And now here we are with Biden, not only being discussed, but actually in in a planning stage, being discussed as a legitimate alternative. And again, at a time, this would be ridiculous at any time, But at a time when the stress on regular Americans is reaching decade highs, multi-decade highs, that is the reality. That's how insulated they are from the economic reality of the American people.
0: John Kerry and Biden pushed this. Every working class Democrat that voted for him on Tuesday, November 8th, baby, you deserve, like I said, you voted for it. You got it. Okay, and don't give me any tears now. No tears in the war room. Because, right, they held, they held it, waited afterwards, and they're pushing the reparations. Cortez, what's your social media? How do people get the Substack?
1: Yeah, please find me at Steve on the getter. I'm at Cortez, Steve Cortez on the Twitter.
3: Thank you, sir.
0: Steve Cortez, thank you very much. Short commercial break. Kelly Chewbacca, Jim Banks, Natalie Winters. War Room Bang. Posse, you already know Full free up. speech in is the under constant Short attack. Short commercial break, 90 seconds. The big Back. tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data. Go to their website, Unplugged.com. That's Unplugged.com slash War to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.
2: They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.
0: Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants